tortoise. Hello, I'm Tomini and this is The Sense Maker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, Ukraine's president has been visiting European capitals in an attempt to secure more help ahead of a renewed fight back against Russia. So what is President Zelensky asking for and will it be enough? That's after a short break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. In the past few days, Vladimir Zelensky has been touring Europe. He traveled over the weekend to meet uh, the Chancellor in Germany, Olaf Scholz, also President Emmanuel Macron in France, and Italy's President Mattarella, also Pope Francis, while he was there at the Vatican. And then on Monday, he made a surprise visit to the UK to meet Rishi Sunak at Chequers, the Prime Minister's official country residence. And you are actually the first foreign leader that I've had the privilege of welcoming here as Prime Minister. Your leadership your country's bravery and fortitude are an inspiration to us all. I look forward to us discussing what more we can do to support you and your country. Vladimir Zelensky thanked the UK and the British people for their continued support during the war. Well, we're thankful from all our hearts, from Ukrainians, from our soldiers. We are thankful. And it's a privilege to be here. Of course, we'll, we'll discuss very important issues, urgent uh, support for Ukraine and security. For I think not only for Ukraine, it's important for all the Europe. But the Ukrainian president wasn't here for pleasantries. Once again, he needs support in the form of military hardware. For months, there's been talk of Ukraine launching a spring offensive, a large-scale counterattack designed to push Russia's front lines back and regain occupied territory. Few believe the country would last a month against Russia. Now this army of underdogs is gearing up for a battle that could prove pivotal in the course of the war. But with summer approaching, there's still been little sign of it. Last week, President Zelensky said this was because Ukraine still lacked the weapons needed. Here he is speaking to the BBC. Mentally, we're ready. In terms of how motivated our military are, we're ready. In terms of enough personnel in our brigades, we're ready. In terms of equipment, not everything has arrived yet. That's my answer. We can advance with what we've got and I think we can be successful, but we will lose a lot of people. I think that is unacceptable. We need to wait. We need a bit more time. Since the beginning of the war, Ukrainian officials have often complained that allies have been slow or even reluctant to provide the military support they need to resist the Russian invasion. So every so often, President Zelensky leaves the country for meetings designed to drum up support. And his latest tour seems to have had some success. Downing Street announced that the UK would be sending more air defence missiles and attack drones. The Prime Minister said his message to the Kremlin was we're not going away and support for Ukraine would continue. Germany promised £2.3 billion worth of weapons, including tanks and drones. France announced it will send tens of armoured vehicles and train up to 6,000 Ukrainian troops. 
and Italy pledged support for Kyiv for as long as is necessary. But if Ukrainian advances in the spring offensive are widely regarded as vital to winning the war, why haven't Western leaders given much more military support to get them over the line? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Russia has been waging war on Ukraine for over a year. And each time President Zelensky has asked for help from his allies, his demands have largely been the same. More military equipment. And each time, European leaders did provide increasing amounts of help. First, it was training and intelligence sharing. Then they sent over tanks. Now, long-range missiles. But they could all have given even more. And not all European countries have given equally. Before President Zelensky's latest tour, Germany was Ukraine's third biggest supporter. France was ninth and Italy was 11th. Germany was initially reluctant to provide military support, but has now corrected its course, while France's President Macron has been more open to talking about peace settlements. The UK has been Ukraine's second biggest donor behind the US, and even before President Zelensky's visit, it became the first country to supply long-range missiles. They are known as Storm Shadows. They have a range of up to 560 kilometres. That's about 350 miles. Well, they were designed to target infrastructure like command centres or bridges or other strategic targets. Kyiv is under pressure to prove to Western leaders that all the money and weapons they are donating are paying off. If the latest counteroffensive fails, President Zelensky is all too aware that some Western leaders might encourage him to negotiate with Moscow. And that's something he wants to avoid at all costs. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written and mixed by Rebecca Moore. While you're here, I'd like to tell you about the Tortoise Journalism School. It's a week-long intensive learning experience that gives aspiring journalists access to senior editors and experienced reporters in Tortoise's newsroom. Successful applicants will have the opportunity to pitch and write stories for Tortoise, take part in editorial meetings and public discussions, and see how our journalism works. You don't need any formal journalism training or experience to apply. For details, head to tortoisemedia.com forward slash tortoise-journalism-school. That's tortoisemedia.com forward slash tortoise-journalism-school. Tortoise. Hello, I'm John Curtis. And I'm Rachel Wolfe. This week on Trendy, the monarchy. A year after the coronation, and as King Charles returns to work, what do we think of it? And how has that changed over time? To listen to the episode, search for Trendy on Tortoise News wherever you get your podcasts and follow the feed to make sure you don't miss an episode.